Welcome back to the delivery crew. Today we have a couple guests with us. We have Jared. Hello. And Emily might talk if one of us says something really conservative. Really? Okay. <laughs> we, like, we like views. We want to hear every viewpoint there is. Yes. But uh, today what we have on the table is social media and how it affects this whole generation. I mean, I think we could all agree that social media ruins the world right about now. But there ain't a damn conversation you can give me that's going to make me delete my Twitter. And that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can talk about all those algorithms yeah, that they have to make you want to, but even then, it's still hard to do it. I got, rid of, TV. <laughs> I got rid of Twitter as soon as I graduated high school. It was the best move I've ever made. Nah, dog. I had it for like a year in high school, and then I was in college for two years, and I remember my password just out of the blue, just cause, and it's it's been great ever since. Because I'm, I'm two well, days well, ahead. Of Twitter for fucking Xbox. Like, <laughs> is Xbox Live down? Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 I ironically <laughs> did not start Twitter until this year. <laughs> also, that's where you can get hella golden keys for Borderlands. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Shift keys. Yeah. <laughs> But, <laughs> but as a whole, uh, we just wanted to inform everybody like how influential social media is nowadays. And um, first thing we can start with is just re recent news. Uh, recent news we had start uh, we had seen the past few days, past few weeks actually, and the censorship that's been going on. That that's, yeah. that one that one is the most like impactful to the nation as a whole. Hunter Biden's emails and the New York Post. Wow, we're going to take a legitimate newspaper and we're going to say that their information is not good because it's from a quote unquote hacked source. All right, prove that, Twitter. Prove that. Come on, Twitter. We I need the detectives on the case. <laughs> but, um, like, even, no matter what side you're on, like, you look at it and literally there's censorship going on. At, on the major platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, they've been all over the news for blocking certain viewpoints mm -hmm. and they'll delete certain viewpoints. True. And uh, a quick example that comes to mind was um, the Jack Dorsey saying it was unacceptable to delete a. Um, it was a post about. You have to look this one up. There was a whole interview on it. Fact check me, Bailey. Uh, hey, what was that? So Jack Dorsey. Um, saying it is unacceptable to censor and um, trying to remember what exactly the situation was about that it was something about um, it, it was a right viewpoint and they had completely taken it off the people who run Twitter run Facebook completely taken it off and they were put on blast and the CEO Jack Dorsey ended up coming out and he was like this is unacceptable I didn't expect it from him. I mean, I feel like that would put a lot of bad light on Twitter. What did he say was unacceptable? The fact that it was taken down or like the, the fact the, the, the fact that there was no evidence on why it should have been taken down because it was literally mm. just an expressing an idea and there was no fact check, no reasoning on what they displayed, no reasoning on why they took it down. They had just uh, blocked it. And then there's been a lot of like shadow banning going on, like I know one account on Instagram, Black Jaguar, White Tiger. They they've been uh, none of their they can't see any of their followers, and um, he's actually a dude who saves uh, lions and tigers and uh, jaguars and all that. Oh. He uh, he's in Mexico, pretty That's cool awesome. guy. Yeah, uh, but he has right views. Like he's a super rightist, and they they shadow ban his account and. It's, it's, it's wild what they can do with censorship. I mean, really, just complete. And that leads to the issues that we kind of talked about last week in the debate about 
being stuck in a bubble. But yeah, I was the CEO of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Jack Dorsey basically talking about it, from what I can tell. Yeah, but what was the situation? Like, what was the post? Uh, can you it's basically block web links to an unverified political story, but I'm trying to figure out what political story that was. All right, yeah. It's a Biden story. Oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's basically his uh, Trump seizes, like, the Biden-Ukraine story. From what I can tell, like I guess it blocks something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. So that that must have been he he must have been releasing some info or said something about it, and they they just completely took it off, which doesn't make any sense. Because when you only when you take away a certain group of ideas just because they're ideas, and you only leave this side of the the views, that's when people get stuck in that bubble, and they just carry it away. They they only think a certain way at that point. We are not China. That's all I'm gonna say. That's good. And if we keep <laughs> if we keep going down this road, we're gonna act more and more like China until we we are small yellow people. Yeah, unless you want me to, like crack open like the whole story, like I might want to just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. I mean, this is what that. this episode is about. We need to like. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like as far as what the story is. The story is just a whole another story on itself. Let's go it doesn't pertain to, to the social media aspect. It's mm, a rabbit hole. Yeah, like it's a whole rabbit hole in and on itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it does it doesn't. But make- you are right. It was Twitter's CEO that was basically talking about how they shouldn't actually do it. Yeah, because he knows the power of influence mm-hmm. and how wrong it, how against it is our constitution to prevent certain ideas or from being shown to light. Like the point of having debate and learning is you get to see a group of ideas and you gotta provide evidence and support on why people should believe those, take those ideas to be true and then you move forward with that. Not cause division by saying, this is the only right idea. If you have any others, you were wrong and you do not belong here. And that's where people can start going into like regulating the business. Also, here's what actually happened. Like, I finally found that in this article. It's a let's after initially blocking people from sharing the links to that story on Wednesday. Uh, like on Friday, Twitter was letting like users post the link all of a sudden, and like they're using that as kind of I guess a platform of how quickly things can change when it comes to social media and the misinformation and all that. Jazz. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, because I use pretty much everything for it. Definitely. So, what was linked to that for the crowd so they can look it up and do their research on it? I mean, I pretty much just looked it up on and Google. Just put it in the doobly doo. Yeah. 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 Check the references if you want to do more research on that that link. There's a lot of different things. I just try to choose a not or chose a non-bias that wasn't. Fucking CBS or Fox News, because you know they're gonna put their own spin on that. Yeah. And you know that's that's the whole problem. That's kind of why we're here yeah. is just the fact of that. Yeah. It's, it's, who do you even believe anymore? Because I, three news stations can run the same story and tell three different stories. It's except so for the Onion, onion. they always except tell the for truth. the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my and, child. And the fact <laughs> is, they're not even telling news anymore. It's it like, yeah, it's what. They think people want to hear, but like they have it down to an algorithm, to a T. Uh, if you if you do something or you speak about something that would create uh, a sense of anger or like a sense of like 
being able to fight against someone because you think you are good for believing a certain way and that these people are bad. So they they throw out things that'll cause both sides to pit against each other. And one tweet I saw, you know, from our president who loves fucking Twitter. I'm, I'm surprised they had, they never fucking banned his account. I'm sure they've shut down a lot of tweets. Out. I'm sorry. Do you really think they're going to ban my account? I'm the leader of the free world. I tell them what to do, not the other way around. And the hugest follower count. You go look at the number of huge numbers there. Not as big as my hand. Was he shadow banned early into his 2016 campaign? I, I'm almost certain I remember that being a headline. Yeah, yeah. I want I, to... Uh, I want to talk more about shadow banning because shadow banning is especially freaky because it, it doesn't seem to be like. Well, see, shadow banning is an odd issue. Like, this is where yes. you get into one of the problems that is involved with social media, and that is people put all their life into it. And they, there's been cases where someone has a thousand followers and they're so like locked into their social media, they're like, oh, I'm shadow banned. That's right. the only reason I haven't grown. You're talking about like social credit where you feel that like somehow when more people follow you or like your stuff, you've accrued some kind of value. Mm-hmm. People, and then that's, people talk about that a lot. Yeah. And then in order to make themselves feel better if they're not succeeding or their shit's just not funny or nobody wants to look at their mm-hmm. account, they just go, oh, I'm shadow banned. Oh, they're censoring me. But or- shadow banning and restriction can work the other way as well, where if a guy... Uh, comments that I look gay every time I post a picture, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna want to hear from him, uh, and I can. And if I block him, then he can go talk shit about me. He could be like, "Look, this guy blocked me." Whereas, but now there's features that are like a soft block. Like there's a restrict button, and what it does is they still think they're commenting, but it only posts for their eyes. <laughs> so it's just like they're yelling into a bubble. Facebook does it. So it's an that- option to see less of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you can activate that, and if they comment on your post, it is. It's if they comment on your post, it's invisible to you and everybody else. It's like if a guy they comment, but if they put it on their wall, it doesn't like it's still for everybody to see. No, nobody Mm -hmm. can see it except for them. It 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 literally takes their post if you select restrict and just sucks it into the void. See, I think that's like putting the power of cancel culture and a couple buttons on the computer. Yeah, I feel like if I want to see less of somebody, yeah, like if somebody's like seriously harassing me and yeah, but then then you get wait that sets the precedent of saying, oh, if this person says something I don't like, I'm like saying ad block is that is morally wrong though. Well, no, no, ad- uh, morally it is. Morally, ad- I don't think so. I think the internet is a pull medium. Not it's the internet's not like when I'm driving well, my car. Ad- and the reason why it depends on what you're like, the reason, it for. reason why it's websites and th- uh, applications have um, ads is to make revenue because mo- like everybody bitches if an app isn't free or if let's just say they change uh, or they put ads on there but that's the only right, way you yeah. can continue to use I just I just disagree with that I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather pay 2 bucks for Google than get ads forever But going back to the uh, the uh, soft block I think that's you know putting cancel culture right into the the forefront of social media which social media media did create cancel culture you get a group of people who can say behind a computer screen i don't like something yelling it out dude my meme pages do it (laughs) but same thing those same type of people would not be able to go out and start a public attraction like that and make true change it's the same thing as a modern warfare 2 lobby where like of course i'm going to tell you that i can fuck your mom because like 
what are you gonna do about it? You're never gonna see me in real life. And then life. you get dosed. <laughs> yeah. Like shout out, shout out Sky Jackson. Yes. I, yeah. That's the scariest. She was on Phantom with the Stars, and I was like, oh yeah, she's the one that totally docks that. But dosing is highly illegal too. But I don't think she ever got in trouble. For is doxing illegal? Yeah. Yes. Oh. You're literally. You cannot put somebody's... out somebody's information. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, you're talking about the, yeah. the famous actress. Yeah, she she doxed. She was on that Disney show. Yeah, she yeah. she doxed a thirteen year old. Which I mean, which you shouldn't have said it, but come on, like you put that person. I think the whole situation's out. hilarious. She overreacted. He went way too hard in the paint. I think it was a total just fuck all situation. <laughs> but the fact that she now, ended up doxing the, him, I was like, oh, why we're did there. She select, why did she select him? Like, because he said guacamole. Of... No, no, I know that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but what what he said was like not from a place of hatred, it was from a place of being an edgy thirteen year old. Yeah, but like it's a there mean... was he was definitely not the only thirteen year old saying s stupid stuff that involved the N word. So why'd she pick him? Yeah, I feel like he must have been belligerent, and you feel like he must have. It probably was just the first time she ever seen that meme and was like, "That's the, disgusting." Yeah, like, the sole reason was just because his tw his tweet was the one that blew up. So she's the one that saw it, and because it was that dude, it just so happened. If I was a 13-year-old and I had a tweet that had the N-word that got super famous, though, I would delete that shit immediately. Oh, me too, but yeah, obviously that like, dude wasn't very I smart mean, I because yeah, he I don't think in the first place. So. I don't think most people are educated on I think most people are that smart. No, I mean, what? He's a 13. Have you ever been on 4chan? And see, that, that's oh, the problem, dude. Like, the internet and social is media has, has progressed and advanced but faster than what so we would keep up with. But here's what's interesting is that people care so much more that I have a tweet that has 48,000 retweets than the fact that I have a tweet that people can access and can dox me on that's got 48,000 tweets. And then it says well, something that could be construed as racist. She had to do only, some digging to Yeah, doxing was only a new thing. Like, it really, you know, doxing came to life. not a new thing. Doxing's been on 4chan since, like, 03. Facts. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, yeah. because yeah. people yeah. Would, they would drop links and reverse search, like, IP addresses, and yeah. it's over with at that point, because then yeah. you can just ping where the it's bird, at, and they're they like, oh. the bird yeah, from oh, Foot Lakes guy back in 2000. Yes. Back in 2009. Yeah, I don't, okay, I remember Don't that. forget that there's also that whole bullshit of, uh, I forgot, they caught that one dude by, like, a flagpole, because they... <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf yeah. went and like set up a "Not My President" yeah. flag, and 4chan found yeah. out where it was every time. Yep. And Shia LaBeouf would try to hide it in the wilderness, and they would use like flight pad. Yeah. It's been like, around yeah. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, true. That I guess that is one of the, the byproducts of connecting everything yeah. into the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's always going to be somebody that's able to get into something they're not supposed to get into. I mean, the internet. You could say there is a possibility. This way, it could go into little conspiracies that it was pushed by the military, by the government to crowd everybody together and keep all the thoughts and ideas in one single group. And then that's when the people with power can choose which groups make it to the top, which don't. They can, they can keep their eyes on everyone at all times. It, like that's a, then, then that's where you fall into the big cookie deal, like the cookie tracking um, and selling of, of private information. Facebook's one of the biggest ones about it. I mean, you can literally, like, you know, your phone doesn't even have to be on. You could, you could be talking, bringing, bringing up any subject, some, something like toilet paper. 
and they they will literally show you ads for toilet paper when you get on Facebook. Oh hell yeah! I know Alexa listens to me, bro. I, oh, yeah. oh, because I talk about jujitsu and about martial arts so much. Emily is getting ads for Gracie Barra Jujitsu Gym, <laughs> and that's because the social media apps in our phone she never looks allows allows them to like get into our privacy settings because they're all connected anyways. Over. Though I mean, anything yeah. I've ever looked up on anything is recorded and kept somewhere, and that's what Facebook. I mean, it's also in their private policy, but who the hell reads that? Well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> you want to talk about? I don't know about that. I mean, I do know that there is. Uh, I have I have a screenshot of it on my phone just because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, where uh, on iTunes, whenever I was having to update that shit, I was just I'm bored and was scrolling through the fucking like terms and conditions. There's actually shit in there about like not selling information on nuclear weapons and, or, or like nuclear information. Like, actually right there in the terms and conditions. <laughs> Deal. I mean, you've got it, Apple. Because most of the fucking arms dealer are... That means I can build a nuke and nobody will ever know. <laughs> yeah. You just can't yeah. sell those secrets. Well, that's, yeah. how they, that, that's how people justify shadow banning and uh, corralling of any political nature, right? Is it like, we're not, you know, Twitter's not like a public thing. Twitter's a company. And so I'm sure it's in their conditions that... You know, well, they, see, that's that's Tinder. where it falls into the issue. Bailey, of, Bailey, look this up for me. Is is Tinder gone? Or sorry, Twitter gone public? No, it's, I think it's still private. That's the, that's the whole issue about the subject. Because I know Facebook has, and therefore they shouldn't uh-huh. be. Oh, I don't mean like I don't that. mean well, publicly traded. Facebook does. That's where you got to have the conversation. one of the heavier hands. Yeah, that's where you got to have the conversation. If you're a private company, but literally it, you are used on a global scale. You have to implement constitutional rights into it. More you have to yes, implement. But okay, so this goes back. Twitter, Twitter has officially become yeah, a legally. public or a publicly it, traded company. Yeah. Shareholders. So Twitter is a public traded company. Yeah. yeah, this goes back to the the whole thing that we saw blow up once in like 2014, and then again in like 2017 about net neutrality, because the way the law is written. Uh, or was written between those two time periods, it has been since reversed, was that the internet and therefore the service providers um, had to treat it like a utility, like power or water or anything else, where they couldn't play favorites, where they, they couldn't censor things and things like that. And in, I think it was 2017. Yes. Go ahead and look this up. Yeah, no, it's uh, net neutrality. I know this yeah, shit. Yeah, I fucking hate yeah, it. Ajit Pai oh, and his um, FCC decided that, no, it's not a utility. It's a luxury. We can go ahead and we can prioritize things and deprioritize other things. And private companies can do whatever they want because they're not platforms. They're service providers. Well, see, okay, that's where you get into the... You know, the moral dilemma of, or the ethical dilemma, whoever, because I know people who don't shoot believe in morals. Um, that's where you get into the issue where you shouldn't set regulations. There, there should not be government regulations telling the business what to do. You have to then become more educated people and understand where infringement of your rights take place and the availability and the availability to create another social media platform that it sells and all the things people want out of a out of a company. See, this is the one of the few times that I actually will push for government regulation because 100%. imagine if your power company decided, okay, you're a Trump supporter, 
We as a company don't support Trump. We're shutting off your power just because fuck you. Because we can, because we're the power company, and we're a private company, and we can do whatever we want. At that point, uh, every pe- person in the city revolts against the power company. If nobody's running on the power, they, they, they're not making not if, money. Not if you're in L.A. But do you if have, you're in L.A. and you're a Trump supporter, and you're, whole, and you're, you're like the only guy who votes red in your whole neighborhood. Yeah, you're a minority at your that neighbors point. Are, yeah, but, you're, but they're doing exactly Why like... Why is your voice any less important than No, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying it is. I'm saying that... Oh, that's what he said. I, say, it's good, I think it's good for the government to regulate... To what extent companies can choose to uh, to mess with their clients? Because if your power company was able to do something like that to you, it would suck if you were the minority and you were the unpopular opinion and you couldn't count in your community to go to this company and be like, "Hey, we're going to stop using your service unless you, you know, are good people." <clears throat> I mean, it, it comes back to the, the, the fundamental question here: is is the interwebs a human right? Do you have the right to communication and information over this medium? I think if you had the right to earn money to pay for it, then you have to that point institute constitutional rights. Because, I mean, most of the constitutional rights fall into having to earn money to get it. I mean, owning a house, um, owning land, all those things require money and work. And Those aren't constitutional rights. Those are not constitutional <laughs> rights, firstly. Secondly... If those constitutional rights, rules for voting back then. No, no, no. Yeah. If those constitutional rights are granted, they have to be protected and enforced by someone, and that comes from the government. We have naturally inalienable rights, right? We have the right to defend ourselves. We have the right to pray to whatever god we want. This is this is the Bill of Rights. However, it says nowhere in there you have the right to running water. You have the right to power. These are things that we've done after the fact because we recognize that as a public good... It's the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. As a, as a public good, it is important for houses mm-hmm. to have power and water. And if it applies to you, gas. Internet. So and does internet qualify as power, water, gas level of important? I definitely think so at this point, just simply due to the fact that even like phone standard messaging components, like iMessage, internet, immediately, bam. It still has the SMS quality, sure. But as technology progresses, as the standard of living raises, I think everywhere for as easily accessible as the internet is, it should be wide open for everybody. It should at this point be kind of a right. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> when most when, we when most poor them. communities have a new iPhone 11 but barely have four walls and a, a roof. That's when the problem arises. Because then they will get sucked into the one side. But the internet didn't make them broke. The internet didn't make, get them evicted. They they made a dumbass decision and buy an iPhone when they didn't could make their rent. <laughs> but but it, no, what he's saying here is important because it shows that the internet is a priority. It is. A it absolutely is a priority. No, no, no. That's the and, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Without the internet, I could not. I could not do my job. I could not mm. make money. Without the internet. Especially in we could not consume a lot of the culture like in this house, especially I know that we don't have cable. We don't have a home phone. We've got power, water, gas and the Internet. That's it. But those four things 
Yes, I agree. They essential. should be essential rights and protected as utilities. When, when you say that they're classified as, you know, when they're rights, they're things that everyone should have, does that mean that the government should pay for them? Is that no. what I'm saying? No. No, because, you don't, no, because you, the government doesn't the right pay to, my water and gas yeah, and you electric. Have the right no, to water. I, don't, I don't think they should. That's why I was saying, like, well, I, I agree that it's Granted, they're heavily subsidized. Yes. yes. But they don't pay for the <clears> entire Basically, the, the question is, should we go back to net neutrality? And the answer that we are saying is yes, we should. We should consider it a, a, a right to have internet because that is it's a basic need. Untampered, right? Yes. 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 I wish people viewed the internet a little bit more. Uh, I wish the internet wasn't so damn profitable. Because it's, it's such a beautiful concept. It's such a beautiful invention. Just being able to connect. It's all the ener- it's all the energy that anyone can upload at any time forever, and it never goes away. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, these servers will sit here until they start to rust in ten million years, and aliens will come by and learn about our species. You know, you, but it just makes so much money that that's not what people think about. You'd be surprised, actually, how fragile it is. Um, it's, it is unreal. Um, as far as like. Yeah, there are people who whose dedicated jobs to go out to these server farms and change out servers when things die, to replace hard drives, to work on processors. I bet that's good money. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, the internet is so actually very fragile, and you know, estimates are that it would last maybe six months in a usable form. It would it would slow down immediately, and it would last six months usably if. Humans just disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. So it, we take it for granted, but there are a lot of people doing a lot of work to keep it up, just like every other utility in the world. Mm-hmm. Think of all the people who are out there working, shoveling coal. Well, that's a bad example. We haven't shoveled coal in decades. We still use coal for a lot of stuff, don't we? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not people actually out there shoveling. It's against regulation. Shovel tractors doing it. <laughs> I, got, I got what you were doing. But but imagine if you you know think of all the people out there who keep your power on, who keep your water clean, unless you live in Michigan, who oh. keep um who Hard keep people, your yeah. gas from blowing up inside your house. Like these pieces of infrastructure and the internet included in that are just so important and. I I agree. We need to go back to the net neutrality the way it was for those what two three years when it was declared a utility. We just need to go back to good old days where you gotta go hunt for your food and drag carcasses through the woods to feed your whole family. That's now, what I'm saying. Th- that's what I'm talking. About. I would die. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you know, because then because like like you were saying, the internet is a money machine now. So at that so point, cool. people's main focus when it comes to getting big, getting famous, getting views is to exactly. get money. What's the first and thing, especially just, as a young guy, what's the first thing you think like, okay, this is what I need to do for my new company oh, to get rich? Oh, growing up, I used to tell yeah, my, I used to media. tell put my family media. members, oh, like, I saw speaking that to you. It's what they call clout. It is so easy to get famous if you just get clout. If you just do something stupid for long enough on the internet, it's like Dave, bro. It's like somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody suck me. Somebody (laughs) suck me. Somebody suck me guy. No, I'm a rapper. Rapper. No, either somebody suck me guy. Little Dave. I mean, Little Dave. Dave, Little Little Dicky is like a prime example. His Little Dicky persona comes out when he's on the internet. 
when he's able to rap, when he's behind a studio booth under a mic. Like the internet gives, like it does, oh yeah, like make it to where people cannot be something they're not. I mean, that's why you get VR rooms where you get to be a total different, especially because it's essentially cl- not class dependent, right? Like uh, a rapper who sings about his experience being poor, like is not like excluded from the rap game or anything. And that's why yeah. it is so probably It's like 60% yeah. of like lo- lower income kids say they want to be either a rapper or a YouTuber because that's how that's like the fast easy way to get big if you're charismatic. And it's and it's ultimately <coughs> the only way they're going to get out of poverty is that they as feel, a, yes. As if well, I mean, it's, it's, it's that's it's kind of like that's the way they see it. But I mean, you go back and you look at it like during the rock and roll era, it was the same thing. Yeah. You know, people people wanted to dress like their favorite rock stars, people of wanted course, I mean, everybody and everybody was trying to make their band. Things. I mean, yeah. I think I think the point here is that you know, in the 1980s, hair metal, arena rock. Yep. You've got record companies controlling everything. Truth. And nowadays, with the internet, you have somebody who can get discovered in their bedroom. Yeah, I mean, literally. Justin Bieber got famous for his YouTube videos before he uh-huh. got. I mean, SoundCloud is just because his mom was trying to there's, there's even out there. there's even these record labels and and music producers now that are going out and looking up these small time rappers on the internet that have like a thousand viewers or a thousand listeners a month, mm-hmm. and they're picking them up because they're like, wow, these people have talent. Like, yeah, and they tell they, one of their big guys, they're like, hey. The baby, go do a song with this guy. Exactly, and then they blow up, and then all of a sudden, this person's famous, and they, yeah. all they had to do was, you know, work in their bedroom, make a make a decent quality song, and put it on the internet. Yeah. And with that being said, that's why it should be unethical for people to censor a certain group or prevent a certain group's ideas from being out because that could prevent someone's money making machine. That's I true. Mean, that, like, I see a lot of the right side. Or um, whenever someone on the right gets in trouble, like that 17-year-old kid who who had an assault rifle and defending himself during a riot. In Wisconsin? I think so. Yeah. He, he, was, got, he uh, was arrested. Rick, Kyle Rittenhouse. He was arrested, yes. and a Christian group came and pulled their money together to pull him out. Oh, that was nice of them. Well, see, I do think that kid. I do think that kid was being way. The too kid was awesome. seventeen, and shit. I know. I know he was seventeen, and I know at the like, if oh god, if I was holding a gun and I was seventeen, and some guy jumped on top of me, I'd fucking be. Well, see, you him. need you look up this story because I think. Are you talking about the one that happened like very recently? Yeah, very yeah, recently. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah, I think the problem. I, exactly. I think where most people argue, especially a lot on the left. Is Kyle was causing trouble before? He should not. I got a lot to say about this. I don't think he should have brought the gun. He he drove. He he drove across state lines with a weapon that his father owned, which is not their fault. I'm pro gun, but but to go (laughs) to go defend. I'm doing air quotes to go defend this spot. And you know what? And, and you know what? This is why. This is why seventeen-year-olds don't need to carry assault rifles. Two people are dead because of it. And then the justification that came behind it was, well, one of them was a child predator. And you know what? That is that's did, fucking that's jump. whack. They but, they well, see, that's where I gotta come at it at a neutral viewpoint. Yes, there was ways he could have done about it differently. Yes, you could. I think the whole thing is just You could justify what he was doing, but. Either way, it boils down to the tribal effects of being so split and being so my side is right, your side is wrong. If you're wrong, you are not yes, good. Yes, there's no, there's no doubt that like in even in like 2012 election or, two, or 2016 election, there was nobody who was like going to 
uh, far left rallies with guns to like make sure nothing was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. No, I went to a Bernie Sanders rally and literally out of the it 20, was awesome. I bet out of the twenty thousand people I seen, at least sixteen thousand of them had color hair. Like <laughs> probably looked like a fucking rave. Probably was Dude, really yeah. <laughs> on a on a more personal level of censorship for political beliefs. Guess who got banned from Tinder? What? Yeah, boy. What? How do you get banned from Tinder? I had Did you have your shit Was that not. picture four? I got banned from Tinder <coughs> for what I thought was a perfectly harmless pickup line, but apparently it's hate speech because it makes use of a Trump uh, slogan. Trump slogan, yeah. Um, so for all of you who are wondering what it was, and these are based on true facts. Um, the pickup line is, hey cutie, did you know that in 1970 the average number of sexual partners was 12 per person, and in 2015 it was 8. Do you want to help make America great again? Comment in, comment in the comments if you think that that is offensive. Maybe a bit misogynistic, I'll give you that. But do you think it is Racially hatred. Soulspeak.com hashtag Soulspeak TV. Yeah. Well, see, my thing about that is if you're going to call that hate speech, when you didn't even say anything hateful, or when you we brought the point of misogyny as well, they don't block kinky shit off Twitter. Nobody dating on Tinder, first of all. Yeah, I mean, we all know what Tinder is. And when you download it, it literally says the the number one hookup app. Game set match mic drop. We're done. Lock it up, boys. I'm just saying that that is that A is an amazing pickup line. I came up with that myself. If you want to steal that, go for it. Um, <laughs> might not work. Make sure me if, if she works for the Generational Society of her university, she is not a Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, I tried that on the wrong chick. <laughs> Make sure you understand who you're sending that to. With her. <laughs> yeah, I, like oh man. But it's got probably like a. a a thirty percent success rate for closing the deal. Like I, I, I it's it's a solid three out of ten. Matter so I saw hey, this post uh, on Instagram this uh, the other day. It was a story post that this girl had made, and it was like it was a poll on Trump versus Biden, and Biden had won in her poll by like it was sixty eight to thirty two, and she had she had then took screenshots of all the accounts who were Trump supporters. Most of them were like. A couple of them were grungy. One of them was in his, sitting in his trunk with his dog. It was like a play, like a playful picture, and just like you know, your typical average middle class, lower class Americans. And then it went to the fucking Biden supporters, and all it was, all it was, was girls in fucking bikinis and black dudes, and it was like nothing. Like it was all in what you see. It's I mean, so you've got to be able to look at data and realize that it's skewed. Is the point? I mean, yeah, you can't. You can't. You really can't. Look that's at not an ignorable feature. I, I mean, at the you end can't of the look day, at something and it's and it's like, oh, thing I like, good. Thing I disagree with, bad, and not be like, like oh, this, I had is, to, this is wrong. I had to make <laughs> yeah. a comment. I was like, so you're literally sitting here and judging these people's personalities based off who they are based. voting for. And you were shaming them and shaming how they are just because of their political views. And uh, she was like, and she she responded back with, 
they are a terrible type of people anyway if they're Trump supporters and all this shit. And I was like, wow, okay. Glad to know the division is real. Ben Shapiro said it best. I was, I was listening to his, uh, his podcast today, and he said, to them, Trump is not a bad man. He is the devil incarnate. Like, they have a religious persecution towards this man and towards what he stands for and anyone who supports him. But to they, be fair, the right did call Obama the Antichrist for eight years. That so. dude is very <laughs> well, I think those same type of people are the extremists who are now running the QAnon group. I mean, the alts on both sides. QAnon is so funny. The alts <laughs> on both sides. But the, the ironic part is QAnon is seen as a terrorist group, but Antifa is seen as a heroic movement. By who? But by anyone who supports the BLM movement, and I would say I would say parts of Antifa are good and parts of Antifa are bad. I know a lot of people say Antifa is just entirely bad because it is inherently like there are parts of Antifa that are violent, and the rest of Antifa says that's okay. The idea is all right in nature. The idea of the Black Lives Matter is beautiful in nature. But when you start getting it to the point where this unorganized rallies, anyone can join without knowing what type of person they are. And then you get lost people who are just trying to fight for a cause and be a part oh, you're of saying something. it just sort of attracts like the berserkers yes um, whenever that's radicalism anyway that's I'm what it always it, does i think it just you know, attracts like bored that. people yeah like going back to <laughs> well, well, no, i've, I've been bored and there there were a lot of rallies in the summer and i was bored and I, I didn't do anything like that it's people who want to feel like they're on the good side of history and if you're not on and there's a lot of people who believe if you're not on the antifa or black lives movement uh, side of history, you're on the, not the movement. The organization, yes. You are on the wrong side of history, and you are not a good person if you're not with that. Yeah, and Stalin remember or history remembers Stalin as being a great man. But it? continuing back to the Antifa, <laughs> that's where you get like places like Chad. <laughs> Antifa is meant to be anti-fascist, but they are doing exactly what fascist people do: kick people out of their homes, mm-hmm. occupy their buildings. I think if Antifa were a genuine political organization with someone behind it, I think they'd have a ton more support. Someone I think as long as Antifa stays... But so, something to remember is that when, uh, when you have a mob mentality, it gives you a big public power. Mm-hmm. Because people will see what you're doing in the street and they'll be like, I, I, or at least liberal people, will be like, man, I am fucking sick of conservatism. And they'll go out and they'll party and riot with little to no constraint or leadership because it's a mob. And in the power of social I media. Agree, I agree with many of the tenets of Antifa, but you, you know. They're not being exercised correctly. Yeah, <laughs> I got pointed to the door. Hopefully you would never, <laughs> hopefully you would never catch me throwing a brick through a, like a, a bakery or anything like that. Because I, I don't, I don't think that it, these tenets can be acted on violently. I think you have to approach it, you know, on a playing field. And that shows how extremely influential the power of social media is when you have all these social media influencers instagram influencers completely staying on one side and promoting if you want to be a good person at heart are not the ones who are going out there and burning down banks yeah but they're willing to say like feel good about themselves because they're promoting what they think hate that yeah just to clarify for the audience out there um what exactly are the tenets of antifa you said that you supported them so i just stuff stuff that antifa supports that i agree with would be would you pull out the um, antifa tenets yeah. I, I don't think they're not like, organized enough. I, was about to say, I don't think 
was the Ten Commandments. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what are some of the beliefs that you and ten for the um, Stuff that's like, <laughs> you know, I like very, pr- very pro-free uh, free speech, very pro-trans rights and pro-gay rights because I have a lot of trans and gay people in my family, so obviously I have to lean towards that. Um, pro-free speech if you agree with us. Yes, but also pro- pro-free speech, but... I think uh, there's a very fine line between popular conservatism and unacceptable amounts of conservatism right now. And that is when it gets to like a like. Um, and I know that's my own utilitarianism. discretion. Utilitarianism. Utilitarianism. Well, no, I'm thinking of the wrong word. What's totalitarianism? Totalitarianism. totalitarianism. Yes, I, I'm, and I don't think we're anywhere close to totalitarianism. I think that at his heart of hearts, as much as I disagree with a lot of the stuff Trump does. He's an American. He's not going to try to run for more than two terms. He served. Yeah. If he does, I think that'll be a big red flag to a lot of people. If, if Trump was like, I'm going to do a third I, term. Yeah, I don't like... And I don't then think people the like comment that. Uh, that he made that people said, "Oh, he's he's going to try and do it. He's going to do it." It has been fact checked and proven that they he's was taken out that. of context. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Well, I mean, it, you can take this all the way even to something as minute as like uh, you know, just listen to that made me think of like any show like Skip Bayless in it. You know, you can totally just headline the shit out of things. He'll make some wild guess. He'll be like, I bet LeBron James hurts his ankle. And then Shannon's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. And, and then, like, he's got as much as a guess as making that as I do. You <laughs> but a lot of these people are like, well, damn, Skip Bayless said it. Yeah. yeah I mean, not also, many people. He also really, predicts but. that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then Stephen A. Smith got to make a joke out of that. But, no, no, no. Cowboys do that on their own. Oh, do yeah. <laughs> But uh, you hit it right on the head. Headlines. That's all anything is, is headlines. There's no there's no meat in the paragraph. There's no substance to it. There's no context. Like, and, and that's the biggest problem with I see in the Biden campaign. When has he ever fully like Completed come out? <laughs> that, that is like, when has he ever fully come out and laid out his policies? It hasn't been in the debate. Um, I mean, it hasn't been in any recent... He no, sure did make sure to drop that tax plan, though. He, he made sure to tell you that you're not black if you don't vote for him as well. <laughs> I think they both said some completely unacceptable things. Um, and then the and then the cancel culture we, we live in. Yes, and, very sad. <laughs> yeah, they are people of power, of course, and they should be held up to a higher standard. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But we do live in a culture to where if you make a mistake, you have to live with that mistake for the rest of your life. Yes, but um, to tie this back to social media. A lot of times with people who join Antifa and who would think of joining Antifa, it doesn't matter if, you know, this is the best thing I can do for the movement. It doesn't matter if this is, you know, the most mature way and the most effective way to approach it. It's because this way is something that will be public, that will be noticed, and that uh, whether or not I choose to post about it, I'll have participated in it and I'll feel like I'm a part of history. That's a big thing to people. Is when there's a mob of uh, citizens going out and doing what they feel makes a difference, yeah. and it uh, especially accrues uh, tensions are very high in a, any climate where you can accrue social value online. Another topic uh, we can uh, dive into right. about the whole social media, though, that tasted you know a little less political, is um, you know the food movements, food diets, uh, dietary plans. <laughs> 
you, you, there's always a new plan that comes out every year on social media saying this is the healthiest. This Sarah's, is how you live. What, Sarah's. Yeah, most of them are behind a paywall. Sarah's. <laughs> yeah. or most what is of, that shit? You know, Some, most yeah, doctors and nutritionists oh! have a bloated yeah. gut or a beer belly as well. Sarah's. But um, never trust the skinny. Oh, chef. my favorite one is like I'm just waiting for the fat oh, to dude, come. Come to the The new dietary <laughs> supplement. Wow, they could work for you. Yeah, <laughs> and like she I think. Called me the other day. She was like, "Yo, can I get a tape on?" <laughs> I think uh, social media. I know. <laughs> pr- uh, promote like allows certain groups to promote their almost cultist like ideologies, and people who with diets are almost treated like cultists because they they say if you don't do this the right like this way, you are not eating at a true healthiness. And when you find out like true weight loss weight gain rules, it just feels like more cultism because true weight loss weight gain rules is calorie surplus you gain weight. Or Sarah's discovery. Calorie right? deficit. It's Sarah's discovery. Facts man. Nah <laughs> man. Sarah's discovery sponsor. I mean that ties Sarah's in. discovery and curls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that ties into you know fully you know practicing what you believe believe in but when you get to the point where you are condemning a certain group of people because they don't eat a certain way as you every person breaks down food in their body a different way and but very similarly. Yeah. Like carbs, carbs make you fat if you eat too many. That's well, you know, and well, that kind of goes, well, you got to boil it down to like, I'm not going to hire a trainer that doesn't have no. at least a similar body type to yes. me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hire a four foot three trainer. Yeah, exactly. Look, or like if I'm a football team, I'm not going to hire a trainer when, or hire the, this guy who's gotten trainer, 112 yeah. kids injured. You know, due to, it's so, all about due to social media, if you're a football trainer, you don't want them to be 110 pounds and scrawny either. You yeah. want them to know how to work with muscle. That's why I was on junior varsity. (laughs) (laughs) Due to social media, the plant-based diet movement has, you know, moved to a T. Vegetarianism and veganism. I thought about being vegetarian the other day because I had to unbox 50 pounds of lamb cut into cubes. Yeah. (laughs) It was fucking morbid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where you get to the, like, discussion of people sitting behind not knowing, like, how food comes, like, the connectivity and gathering your food. I don't want to know. True. Don't tell cool. me, bro. Working no, in see, restaurants awesome. Yeah, like no, see, that's scenes. where that's where like they get to a point where you go, yeah. you go all, you go all fucking vegan, you go all vegetarian, you only eat plants. When one that's actually harmful for the environment to an extent. Ty um, <laughs> said plants have feelings too, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's kind of ironic that most plant species are poisonous, and they are one of the like plants are the fastest evolving species out of anything on the earth, and they don't want to be eaten. They only put the only parts that they produce to be eaten, i.e., fruits and vegetables, grow in certain ways. But those are the only even things then, that vegans eat. Plants, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of Squares of sod from You're eating turnip greens. <laughs> well, I'm in turnip greens. But I mean, <laughs> social media has has displayed how like harmful factory factory producing meat is is like how disgusting and against. Oh yeah, if I is. worked in a in a like cold cut processing plant or like a slaughterhouse, I would absolutely be vegan. 
Yes. Also, I'd probably have a horrible... Tyson chickens life. are so filled with steroids that if they get off the truck, you're, they're legally not allowed to put them back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, honestly, we honestly think we should go back to free-range animals all over because, one, free-range animals based in nicest soil because we have a huge but soil problem. But free-range animals require a lot of land. And yeah, human, and humans like seven billion people with nothing but free-range chickens, cows, Oh, here's a, here's a very morbid statistic. Did they're you know that's 95... on making oh, me in a lab. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, uh, did you know 95% of all mammalian la- uh, biomass on the planet is either humans or livestock? Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Well, I See, mean, lemurs aren't very the other 3% that's an That's ants. an Amprim fact of the day. Amprim. I don't know. That's, but, like, tying it back into social media, I think people believe um, they promote that they are on the right side of history. Back if- to social media, he said? Yeah, because oh. it, like it's where like talking about how that they promote the it. Yeah, talking <laughs> about talking about how they promote it on social media in this in that sense, and how like that's how the idea is a, ready to spread as fast. Mm-hmm. It makes people ethically think and say, "Oh, I'm a terrible pu- person for consuming this meat and mm-hmm. killing an animal." When I think the true connectivity you can have with your food would be going out, looking the animal in its eyes. Knowing you were going to kill it, and but eat. some people would rather just not eat meat if that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah, but you're killing plants as well. Plants are living creatures. Guys, it doesn't have eyes and a mouth to breathe, and you can that's hear all, it scream. That's all the difference. Doesn't this all just boil down to sustenance, though? Like exactly at the end of the day, it. because <laughs> plants don't want to be eaten. Fucking cows probably don't want to be if, murdered. If the and whole eaten. world switched, at the end of the day, <laughs> if the whole if the whole world switched <laughs> to a plant-based diet, there would not be enough plant. Like we would, oh, we would consume not. all the plants, and there would be no livestock left. The livestock would die off. I really don't. Yeah, think but if you believe AOC, then cow farts are contributing to global warming. They are. Ten, they are. Ten, no, ten 10% of greenhouse gases is methane from living creatures. Yeah, and the other ninety percent are Chinese factories. Well, see, that's where you got to like a you lot know. Of it is. Yeah, I have, a, I have to have the topic on global warming and uh, like I think uh, we should move to a point where we produce technologies that can pull pollutants out of the air and reuse them rather than do, going with Biden's plan of getting rid of all fracking, getting rid of all coal mines, I've read getting a few rid of articles. everything. I've read I think- a few articles that say we're past the tipping point. Well, see, oh, well. if you if you if you if you put all your focus into crafting a technology that can pull all of it out of the air, because at one point it went through all the cycle of going yes, in the air. Going it's called a tree, dude. Let's just go to Mars. I think we should do Daniel Tosh's plan. Quit having kids. Y'all, y'all can fuck. Just stop having kids. And we can just piss away Earth's resources for like the next 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> just throw a big then, ass party. Then you can have the argument, oh, but what are we going to leave our kids? There ain't going to be any. There ain't gonna, exactly. There won't be any guilt. We'll if you're alive, congratulations. <laughs> you made the cut. That's really we all get the gun together now. <laughs> Give everyone on Earth a pound of mushrooms, see what happens. That's a lot of Kool-Aid, bro. That's a lot of Kool-Aid. As long as I say we're on Earth, we got to start with the Chinese people first. I'm telling you, they probably stop killing their own people if they took mushrooms. Oh, the Chinese situation's very... Uh, I, here's an interesting, here's an interesting story if we want to talk shit about China. I went to a high school that had a lot of boarding students from all over oh, the world, Some, and a lot of them were from China. This doesn't uh, sound like a good story. You're, you're going to get a kick out of this. Um, <laughs> like, a ton, ton of people from China, and because the girl I dated all through high school was from Taiwan, I was, like, somewhat close to them. 
So I'm sitting by all, like, I'm sitting by, like, 40-something Chinese kids while we're getting this big speech. Um, and there's a photographer from National Geographic who's giving us an awesome fucking slideshow. And it's of all this stuff in Tibet. And if anyone doesn't know, Tibet has been uh, the victim of some horrible, horrible crimes against humanity by China recently. Almost Holocaust-like. Very, very close to genocide, mm. yes. But the we fact that the Dalai Lama has not been like kidnapped and tortured is a blessing, honestly. The fact that that is not in the news every day, but what the fuck Trump says is in the news every day. I do wish Tibet would get more attention, but anyways. There's a lot of things they, that need more attention. When they did... Like our friend Rebain. There's, oh, there's like a horrible, horrible famine in Yemen that gets almost no clout. Yeah, um, I heard about that too. Like, it, like their their population is dropping like flies, isn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, but they're a state sponsor of terror, so do we really care? Well, yeah, no, yeah, that's because the, I mean, I people. think the Saudis is the biggest concentration, but the Saudis, the Saudis are our boys. They're the only thing keeping that that yeah. entire area from dying, uh, like from blowing each other. I up. thought Saudis were the ones that was three. No, yeah. no, that's the Iranians. Usually, they, I, usually Iran and Afghanistan breed the most okay. anti-American. The biggest sentence. problem with the Middle East is the borderlines, and there's no fixing that. We, we let me finish my it. high school. So, let me finish my high school story before we get into the middle fucking East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. That was all. Okay, okay. Just, we're yeah. almost yeah. out of time anyway. That's a very deep rabbit hole. Technically, um, the British fucked it. Just yeah, saying, the, Brit the British, they the British, and the Russians. Are we kind of the British? So we're British. Yeah. <laughs> so we're British then. I am proud of you. stupid. I am not a fucking British. Oi, oi, what's all this with your orange looking so? All right. You How we do your fucking grunt work? <laughs> and after she showed us all these pictures of Tibet, she was like, uh, do you guys have any questions? Because basically she was buddy-buddy with the Dalai Lama. Um, and she was like, do you guys have any questions? And this Chinese girl stood up and she was like, Yelling at her about like telling the full story and about how like she doesn't understand like Tibet's supposed to be part of China and all the Chinese kids clapped Which was like the opposite and it was so strange because in that like in that moment all of these kids from all over the world who were like Oh, yeah, we agree on everything Everybody's looking at the Chinese kids now like you guys come from a completely different like relationship of government than anyone else in the world has isn't um I might I may be wrong on this um because I know there is a, okay we have a, a fact check yeah <laughs> I know there is a huge religion in China but isn't it the, no, there's not there's, there's no, no religion there's, okay, no, okay. there's super okay. Okay. That's, that's why I was going to talk about communism is actually making religion illegal but some people do a little bit of like yeah yeah so that's what religion. I was talking about was and a little bit of Taoism Taoism's not really a religion. Yeah, yeah, it's more of the school of Confucius, uh, and I think it's like Buddha, or Buddhism, Buddha. Buddhism they don't like because Buddhism has reincarnation, but Taoism is focuses yeah. on the present life, so they like I just that. know a little bit, of, I just know, like, they, I didn't actually believe in myself, but like, no, I don't like the school of Confucius. I only study <laughs> Buddhism, but their Buddhism, Taoism, and Confucianism existed at the, were all, uh, formed very closely together in, yes. uh, time period, mm -hmm. and reached China. And they're more, they're 
more of a moral philosophy than they are. Yes, Buddhism. A lot of Yes, Buddhism. Yeah. Uh, it's, yes. It's, Buddhism they don't is have the official religion, 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 but it's yes. like the government it's the one that's officially not, uh, recognizes Buddhism. Uh, I guess Taoism is what you were saying. Yeah, Taoism. Taoism is the Indian. Yeah. Their yeah. government yeah. recognizes Catholicism and then Protestantism. Oh, that's right. China so that says one. their government recognizes it, but that's the last persecuted. Well, not if they get their way. Since it's in 2010, the so they were unaffiliated. Yeah. So, yeah. so pretty, pretty much are. you're saying the government recognizes certain religions even though they're persecuting yeah. other religions. Pretty the much. government well, they, they the even, government is not super strict on what rich pe- Chinese people do at their own house, but there are no like publicly yeah. funded churches or temples or anything like that. They uh, they they publicly persecute Catholicism and Protestantism, mm-hmm. but they still they, those were both listed as as religions. Yeah, see, so, my theory is like... Which is odd, because the, the communists actually sponsored the Catholics when they invaded Vietnam. Yeah, see, my theory is like social media is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. When did the Catholics invade Vietnam? They did not. <laughs> when, when the communists staged a coup that resulted in Vietnam being split into North and South Vietnam, the communists funded the Catholics. Which is, which I'm saying is odd, because the uh, You mean the other way around? Catholics no, the, 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 no, no, the, the Catholic Church. In yeah, there was a ca- there was a Catholic minority in Vietnam. When they came and in, they they came in with their influence, they let the Catholics run. Yeah, and they helped the, they helped the Catholics become a larger minority in Vietnam. Yeah, mind wow. blown. That's an yeah. <laughs> it was ninety ten Buddhism and Catholicism in Vietnam before the sixties, and then it became like seventy thirty, and then sixty forty. Now there's uh, lots of Catholicism in Vietnam. I don't know. My theory is that um, due to the fact that social media is so split down the middle where you got to believe in this and not that, I think because of that, communism and socialism is making it slip so far deep back into the roots of Right. It's like communism. Now when people hear communism, they're like, oh, you mean like I would make the same amount of money as everyone else? And they don't, they don't think about, like, you know, the horrible, horrible sacrifices and the enormous violence that would have to occur. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they don't realize the, like how much more power you give the government whenever they can be like, no. Yes, this, this is yours and this is so not yours. Opposed, people who are already so opposed to the government having a great deal of influence are, are like, oh, yeah, we should be under a communist government because those guys would be cool. I don't know. I think I think the only way to progress again as a society and to get rid of this division is to just kill all the communists. No, no. It's it's to be able. We do not condone murder. It's to be able to just genocide their right. No, which is a lot of murder. Ronald Reagan sponsor us. It's just to be able. It's just to be able to sit down and to have a good conversation with two different ideas and trying to find the middle ground on why they are fundamentally different and there I don't I don't think people realize that you can create something new out of two parts of something that was old I mean we still run on a two-party system that has been around since the beginning of this nation nobody I feel like nobody ever thinks of the availability of being able to form a party that involves everything of what everyone wants. Even be- even before it was Republicans and Democrats, there was really, you're voting for the more conservative or the more liberal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so, conservative liberal. That's, that's the problem the with the two-party system. Yeah. Oh, mate, you're voting that you're, for the Whigs or the Federalists. Yeah, you're, given, you're, given, you're only given a, a, a yes or no option, basically, and that's, not how, that's not how ideas or politics You want work. change? Yes, no. So, yeah. at the end of the day, what we're looking at here, don't let anyone tell you how to think. 
don't be allowed. Don't allow yourself to be funneled into categories or these radicalists uh, either side. I mean, don't shape don't ideas without knowing. Be able to form your own ideas. Be confident in how you feel about things. If you if your gut says you're right, say it. You might be right. I mean, we all have to just rely on our own instinct. We have Unless to be able it's to, on Twitter. Unless and it's on Twitter, that's when the emotions speak. And do I, not rely I don't on know. I got like your gut. Is, is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is right, but then your mind has to be strong enough to let you know when your gut can be misconstrued or you took it a different way. That's why you just got to be open. So, There's not enough open-mindedness. And watch Tucker Carlson. Be, be free. Talk to your people. Talk to, you know, it's, it's okay. We, as a human race, have the ability to push ourselves forward just as much as we have the ability to hold ourselves back. If we come together and we all push ourselves forward, that's what we're here for. So thanks for tuning in, you guys. This is the delivery crew plus a few. Real talk, real soul. See you guys next week.